Hello, welcome to Behind the Movement. I'm Kyle Fincham. My guest today for this episode is Lucia Toker. This is a really wonderful conversation. I'm gonna to get to it momentarily, but first I have to thank everybody who came out for Infinite Play in Berlin this past weekend. It was amazing, uh, super hot days, but um, we found some shade, and in some cases, just really enjoyed the sun as well. Um, but yeah, it was a, a really, really special weekend. It was great to um, connect with people who I had shared some messages with online over the last couple of years, so connect with them in person. Uh, it was great to, to make some new friends, and yeah, I can't uh, extend enough thanks to everybody who came out for all the energy and the fun and the laughs and the hugs and everything. It was awesome. And big thank you to Franz for organizing, hosting, giving me a place to sleep, all of the above. Um, yeah, really, really special weekend. Um, if you were there, thank you again. Um, some more Infinite Play continues on here. So that was the second workshop uh, here in Europe. I've got a whole bunch more this coming weekend, uh, that is June 25th and 26th. I'm going to be in Paris, and that's hosted by Movement Practice Paris. There are still spots available if you would like to sign up for that. Uh, the weekend after that, I'm on my way to Milan, and that is hosted by Natked Movement. Um, also, you can still sign up for that. And then after that, I will be in London and then Lisbon, and the journey continues from there and, and might even stay in Paris a little, or excuse me, in Europe a little longer and do a few more workshops, so I will keep you updated. But all the info for those are on my website, kylefincham.com. Um, also, I uh, have started doing a newsletter that I call The Moves Letter. Um, I'm putting it out weekly usually on Thursdays or Fridays. If you would like to subscribe for that while you're at my website, you can just put your email in there and uh, you will get that in your inbox on a, on a weekly basis. Um, also, last week I was invited to be on Stephen Sashin's podcast. Uh, I had him on here just a few weeks back and then he invited me to be on his and it's called The Movement Movement. It's available on Spotify and iTunes and all the places. Um, that was a great conversation. It was nice to talk about all the things that, uh, you know, wake me up in the morning and get me going. So, yeah, you can go check that out. Um, and then also coming up, I'm a part of this amazing um, summit um, that Andrea uh, Plancart has put together called Fit, Fabulous, and Fearless. Um, yeah, it's an online boot camp that goes on for, I think, about two weeks and you can sign up for that by going to fitfabulousandfearless.com. Um, and there are a, a, a whole mess of teachers and thinkers and performers and artists who are on there that I've had here on this podcast, like Marlo Fiskin, Tracy Kafer, Anna Grundstrom, um, among uh, many others, I think. Um, so I'm honored to get to, to be on there. I'm just speaking again about play and, and 
why I think it matters. So um, yeah, there will be an interview with me up on there as part of that that summit, that boot camp. So yeah, we'd love for you to check that out. Those are my announcements. I think we shall get to the podcast. Um, as I said, my conversation this week is with Lucia. Um, this was really special. I've followed, um, I've followed her on Instagram for a while. A number of people who I've met have gotten a, to study with her and take her classes. There's even someone here at the workshop in Berlin who has already signed up to, to take her workshop in, uh, in Berlin at B12 next month. Um, but yeah, I've always thought that the stuff that she's doing is really interesting. Um, so I reached out and she was willing to, to, to share a conversation with me and it was really, really wonderful. And if you're not familiar with Lucia's work, let me give you a little bit of her background. She is a dancer and acrobat dedicated to movement and pedagogical research. She has been developing her teaching for more than 15 years. Her work concept is to constantly update and search for essential technical tools and methodological strategies to facilitate the connection and development of the movement practice for people with all levels of experience. Originally from Buenos Aires, Lucia works regularly giving classes in Argentina and Europe. Her training started from a really young age and crossed through different disciplines and techniques such as gymnastics, floor acrobatics, tango, flamenco, contemporary dance, improvisation, rehabilitation techniques, physical therapies, physical training, and theoretical studies related to the human body. She participated in the residency Bows and Arrows in 2018 in Italy, invited by Tom Wexler, with whom she thereafter performed a mentorship program. As a performer, she worked several years dedicated to scenic creation, but in the last few years, she decided to dedicate exclusively to research and teaching. This was really wonderful. Uh, as it often comes to be with these conversations, uh, I feel like I made another new friend. So hopefully I'll get to meet Lucia either here in Europe where I am now or maybe someday find my way to Argentina or who knows anywhere else on the planet. Um, so anyway, big thank you to Lucia for this. Um, yeah, let's not waste any more time. This is my conversation with Lucia Toker. Not being from like, you know, the dance world, I, I, B12 is like a new thing to me in the last couple of years, it's been, I've become yeah. aware of it. And I've realized like, oh man, I really have to make my way to that. It sounds amazing. Yes. Yes. There are like a bunch of proposals and different styles. It's a really big festival. Mm -hmm. uh, and I met Tom there like the first time I went with a friend just to, mm -hmm. to take some workshops mm -hmm. and, and I did like the, the two proposals of, of Tom there, uh, Movement Archery and Senna Acrobatics. Mm -hmm. And I met him there. <laughs> and mm -hmm. then like three years later, they invited me uh, as a teacher. So it's like crazy. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes, yes. Wow, and you and and you live in Argentina. I live in Argentina in Buenos Aires, uh -huh. uh, but these last years I I'm traveling uh, more. Uh, of course, the pandemic stopped stopped everything, mm -hmm. um, but I was like changing a bit my, the style of my life 
when when you live here in Buenos Aires, is everything is in Buenos Aires. It's like a really big city, uh, and you have a lot of things happening all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to do something in like 4 a.m., you can go someplace. Right. <laughs> and so it's like a, a 24 hours city. It's awake all the time. And of course, it's a bit tiring also. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started like trying to... Uh, Yes, to spread the, the, my job and my proposals to other places. Um, Argentina is really big uh, mm. and it has a lot of uh, provinces and that maybe people can't travel to Buenos Aires to study mm. because of the money. Uh, and it's really nice to go there uh, and to, yes, to take like a new uh, proposal to the people and and they are so grateful for that because they really they they can't come and stay in Buenos Aires mm. so that's a nice project i start uh, like 2 years ago 3 years ago and I, I really admire that because i don't know sometimes i think there's kind of like a a, a bit of an issue with like accessibility some of the things like you know you know all people being able to have the opportunity to get their hands on it Yes. What, what kind of inspired that, that movement? Was it just like an exploration of your values? Um, well, first of all, like Argentina is a, a difficult place uh, in like in economic um, sense. Um, and it's always like you are always uh, like under, <laughs> under a, a good line to have a, it's hard to have a good life. Uh, life. Mm-hmm. So first of all, I, I don't feel uh, a person from a big city. I, I, I don't really like um, being in such a rush, uh, like the level of productivity all the time. Um, I feel a bit like, um, like in a jail. I start to feel uh, over overwhelmed. Um, the noise—it's like it's too much. Uh, I'm I'm more like a. a cont- I, I don't know if it's uh, the right word contemplative. No, uh, yeah. I like to. I am more silent person. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I started to feel this necessity of going out of, of Buenos Aires. Um, and the, the, the invitations started to come like, hey, Lucia, if you come here and you give your workshop and yes, of course, I loved it. And when, uh, how can we do it? Um, of course, I, I try to do the, the necessary things to the event to happen. Maybe I buy, I buy the ticket. Like I don't pretend the, the people that are organizing um put the money like all the money to take me there it's really uh, uh, also a personal project um so it started to happen uh, like the invitation started to come and i i started to love it 
and and all the time the workshop the workshops were like functioning super good uh, they like they've it was full uh, of people and and they were so grateful like please come back please come back <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, so it started to to be like a, a circle uh, mm -hmm. It began and it didn't stop. Uh, and then it was Europe and I don't know, I, 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 I get up today like feeling movement brings movement, no? Like uh, when, when something starts to move, everything, like you have to make decisions sometimes, no? Like maybe you are more still and you say, okay, I, I go this way. Mm -hmm. And also that decision brings more movement. <laughs> mm -hmm. I was thinking about what you were saying though, like, um, because I, you know, live in New York and in, it's similar, right? In the sense that you have everything available to you at all the time, pretty much. And it's almost like all of the kind of the best of all the things all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And it almost means that, you know, and maybe I've done this too with things that have crossed my paths because I'm in New York. I'm like, I'm almost not as taken by it because I'm so used to being so stimulated. Yes. But then, you know, people who don't have the same access to things are so thrilled. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, and maybe I feel that a little bit now when I like go out and share some things as well. It's like going to like a big city. It's almost sometimes not as exciting for everybody as it is like when you arrive somewhere smaller. Mm. You know, like I just did a workshop in Salzburg, which is like, a small place. Mm. And for some of the people, the idea that like we did it there was like a really big deal. And for the guy who organized, he was so excited and thrilled that it was like, oh, like that he's like, oh, you came here. Like, you know, like that's <laughs> amazing and got to bring, you know, we don't get to have a lot of those things here. Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. It's it's really nice because also it's like um for the people, it's like a really new thing. And for us, it's also a new thing. So the new, it's a really nice stimulus no? for, for our brain. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and also I, I feel that, um, that the level of uh, gratitude of the people when, when you go, it's so different in relationship with what you said before, like when you are in a place that you can get everything, when you want, it's not a problem. Oh, I want to take that class, I go, I have like, I don't know, 20 styles of the same class and, and I can choose all the time what I want to do. I can entertain myself all the time. Um, but when you go to a place that that's not like the daily basis <laughs> mm -hmm. thing, uh, it's, it's so different how they receive uh, the information. Um, mm. so it's it's really a, a, a different experience um, mm -hmm. because also they know that uh, you don't know where you are when you are coming back and they also don't know when you're coming back um, mm. so also for me was um, super important to develop uh, a proposal like to select the material I was going to, to give there um, 
like in a in a in a format of a workshop when you have like or two days or three days and you have three four hours a day it's not the same when you can work regularly with people like the whole year uh, here in buenos aires this like the the style of the classes is like regular classes you have all the year you can study with the same teacher and in maybe in europe is different now you have this uh, this workshop or this intensive uh, format of studying so they are more used to have like a proposal for a few days and they i i stay with the I, like I stay with my experience of the material and maybe I can keep working with that on my own. But mm -hmm. the style here is um, I go to the class uh, two times a week for years, maybe to the same teacher. <clears throat> so also that was uh, a nice uh, thing to do to develop a proposal that fits uh, and have a, a, a meaning, uh, uh, like it's meaningful for two or three days. Mm -hmm. So it was a question, uh, what am I going to give them so they can stay with, um, with something uh, valuable mm -hmm. uh, for them maybe to, to keep working on their own because I'm not going to, to stay, no? Uh, so this also opened like a, a new path for the development of the, the pedagogy. So what are, what are some of the things that you kind of arrived at when it came to putting together what you want to present over the course of like a two or three day uh, workshop? Like when you only have that amount of time with people, what are like, I don't know, the, the, the pieces you want to send them off with or that are like you, you hope to stick? I have like um, like uh, my my inner my inner proposal. <laughs> it's this. Uh, I always try to find um, like tools mm -hmm. um, that can be that that don't condition you know, the 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 people, but give something you can work on your own mm -hmm. so you like i give you uh, maybe i give you a hammer no and okay i i show you look i use this hammer for, for this and and but try to to search um how can you use this hammer how is this hammer for you in your body uh, how do, does it feel for you uh, how do you relation with with this hammer how is your cognitive uh, conductual relation <laughs> with the hammer no so but my research is to find the hammer um, and maybe at first the tool is not so uh, like clean. It have like other things, and and all the time I, I try to to find the cleanest hammer, <laughs> mm -hmm. like with no no addition information um, 
So, so it's, it's this maybe obsession to find like pure principles to work mm -hmm. that can fit to everybody. Mm -hmm. and not only dancers, not only acrobats, not like for everybody, like universal uh, tools. So I think that um, it doesn't matter the time I have, the tool is powerful anyway. Mm -hmm. because like before maybe I sometimes I designed some um, movement patterns or like little little choreographies and I realized that I spend a lot of time just explaining the pattern and people like they, they were focusing on remembering the pattern and that was not the objective. Uh, mm -hmm. So I realized, okay, I'm not using a good uh, way uh, mm -hmm. to work because I, my objective was not um, working like uh, neuroplasticity in the memory, uh, like, of the choreography. I wanted to work another thing. So choreography is not the way. Mm -hmm. And then I started to design like other ways, other paths. And, and I found this uh, like, um, these tools, things, not these principles mm -hmm. without choreography, just maybe a technical exercise to understand the tool. And then we go uh, to, to the exploration with the tool. Mm -hmm. uh, so people doesn't have to remember uh, anything. It's more a uh, perceptive, um, cognitive experience. Um, and you can have two hours and you can, okay, I will work with this tool. I have two hours. What can I, uh, the best way to use that two hours? Uh, and I pick a tool. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or maybe if I have two days, I pick three tools and then the tools are connected between each other and, and creates like a, a whole system that works. Um, but it was like a year's uh, uh, development of the, of, the, of the proposal. Mm -hmm. But I think this <clears throat> limitation of the time um, showed me that there's something, something wasn't um, functioning right. Um, for me, the class is like a laboratory. Uh, mm. I observe a lot uh, what happens uh, to the people. Um, I'm always open to feedback. Uh, I try to read. Um, so I can use that information to actualize all the time my, my proposal. For me, like um, pedagogy is something that is always open, always mm -hmm. open to be modified, uh, to be actualized. It's not like, a, okay, this is my technique and I sell my technique. It's closed. No, please. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, I studied that way, mm -hmm. like closed techniques no, that are, uh, have been studied years and years and years, the same thing. Um, and, and okay, it, it, it's maybe it's good for, for 
for starting or for something like that, then you can also question that. Um, but I love this thing that every time I go to, a, to give a class, I know that maybe I will change something. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, yes, it's like going to a, a scientific like, like laboratory for me. No, it's like, okay, maybe I will discover something today. Uh, mm-hmm. Or I will adjust like a, a little bit the way of uh, tran- transmitting something. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so alive. Yeah, and it, feel, it feels more like a, um, like a more humble approach, mm. right? As opposed to being in this space of, you know, I think people are, are, are almost like teachers are often put on pedestals, which make mm. them feel like they have to have answers to everything. Yes. And I always say that, like, I don't know, the people who I find to be like the really great teachers is the people who don't come with answers. They just have really great questions. Yes. You know, it's one of the things that I always enjoy about taking one of Tom's classes that I think he does a great job of like giving things to look at or questions, you know, Hey, what do you think of this? What happens if you do that? You know, look over there, what's over there. I just think that that's like, that's the, you know, especially if you're talking about principles, it's almost like, then you start kind of framing your questions around the principles and just do a really nice job of kind of posing questions that are always pointing in different directions at, at one of your one of your principles or one of your tools yes exactly exactly mm. but that means but again that means being humble in the sense that you're like you're not going to just be like here's the way yes because also that uh, is uh, related with like okay this is the truth no and that doesn't exist like um wh- when you look more like uh, the, the scientific way of approaching things you always have a question like how does this work like Mm -hmm. you 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 depart from a question and you work with hypotheses it's never the truth Uh, so this is a nice way to stand uh, no sorry like a good place to stand no and to and to be because i think that um the, like capitalism in this way uh, is a system that is always like pressuring to be um, in one in one way. Like things have to be this way. You have to dress this way. You have to consume this. You have to go through this path, you have to study, you have to have a title, you have to work from six to eight, blah, blah. And if you are not a person that questions the system, mm-hmm. you are going like through this path. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I think that um, also I, I this, this thing you, you were saying before, it was a, a conversation before uh, a class that I really don't like this uh, this place of all like uh, in here in Argentina we say a lot uh, uh, la maestra or el maestro it's uh, like the master no mm-hmm. no like please don't put me in in that place I'm just a person sharing an experience a personal experience and maybe mm-hmm. my personal experience can give you something to have your own experience or to, to change it and to 
it's it's just yes like sharing no and sometimes and some and sometimes that word also like bestows this air of infallibility on somebody that almost makes them seem perfect or like more than human exactly. which also creates this extremely high pedestal that i feel like someone will inevitably fall from mm-hmm. you know because everybody is you know the perfect the imperfections are what make us human beings if we were perfect in every way we would be gods yes and it's, it's exactly. not true so and like when, when question when, a god yeah so like when you start putting someone up on a pedestal and 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 deciding that they are kind of the the measure of success or they are infallible in some way mm. you're inevitably going to be heartbroken as a student yes. when you suddenly see them as as a human at some point yes and if if you're the person who's allowing yourself to be kind of placed on that pedestal you're setting yourself up for a situation where the people who have been studying with you call them like your students or or just the people who enjoy learning things from you yes. when they when they suddenly realize that that's not true hmm. then totally. their reaction whatever it is is not going to be what you hope for exactly yeah. also it's um, for me it's super important that like this this topic is is super important because it's also a, a little bit um, like a revolutionary mm-hmm. um, and and it's a a new way of education um, because like when you put a person in this pedestal or in this um, okay he's my master no like I stop questioning the things that this person is giving to me I disconnect from what I feel because I need to like Uh, give myself so much to that person that I lose myself in 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 a way, no. So this is also not so interesting for me as a, as a person like wanting to share something when I really use uh, the experiences of the the like yeah the students to actualize my proposal because otherwise it's something that is uh, so separated from reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also from, from the reality of the bodies and from the reality of uh, the being mm-hmm. of, this, of, of the student. Um, I recently was like paying so much much attention to like linguistic like what are what are the words i'm using to transmit something because i know that maybe a little different difference uh, will have a different response like a conductual response in the in the person who's taking the the proposal And it's um, like, it's a really amazing uh, research to find this little, okay, I say this and the reaction is not what I want to, to have, this reaction. So, okay, I need to change the word. I need to change how I'm expressing. Um, 
that's that was like mind blowing uh, and and it's related to this uh, uh, like if if I'm questioning myself all the time, I can't be in a mastering place because I'm not mastering nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm questioning <laughs> everything. Okay, I know that I want to arrive to some places and, and that arrivals are related with, um, with the quality of the experience. I want to be an empathic experience. I want to, to give space to people to feel also like safe with the things that happen during, happens during um, movement because I can't like just take away my head or my, my emotions or my reactions uh, when I'm doing something there will always be something happening in internal dialogue and how I, I'm relating with what I'm doing. So for me, that is really important. Uh, and, and it's also a point where you can like deconstruct a lot of conditioning that happens during education from like from little kids, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. So it's a place that, wow, it can be like a lot of things more than just movement, no? Yeah, well, I think about, I think about this in terms of like, and I, I feel like I say this to, when I have the opportunity to speak to people who are like oftentimes a little younger than me who are teaching or something. And I think we're almost led to believe, and maybe it's the same in education, the education systems, and I don't know, but it's almost like if you have the information, then like the information on a topic then that qualifies you to teach. And I'm kind of like, you know, there's a lot to reflect on if you're going to gather people. If you're bringing a group of people together to share something that you care about, there there are a lot of other things aside from the content worth considering. And in some ways it might be the stuff that might matter more, you know, like it's worth it to, to read some books about psychology or, or trauma you know, it's, it's worth it to like, think about the words that you're saying or how you're saying it. It's important to think about like what your values are and, and how you're going to like present those things through your medium, you yes. know, because people are going to walk away with so much more than the moves. Yes, of course. And they're not going to be able to articulate it, but yeah. like it's going to affect them. Yes. And also like I started to pay a lot of attentions uh, to the feedbacks of the mm-hmm. of the people, like uh, maybe maybe a person say, "Well, I, um, when I'm doing this, uh, I feel this way, or I think this um, this thing." No, and and I try to take my time to say, "Okay, what you are thinking is like just closing you." It's not helping you. It's not an uh, like uh, adaptive uh, way of um, relate with what you are doing because it's just like frustrating you, no? So I end up doing like uh, 
a little coaching there, no? It's like, uh, but it's so important because mm -hmm. otherwise movement is not happening. Mm -hmm. It's just like, um, like maybe a gymnastic thing, no? It's like, okay, I do the action of, this, of, of, the, of the movement. Mm -hmm. But for me, movement is uh, in, in, in a whole sense, it move, it's movement of, of our system with how are you thinking? Like also for me, the, the place of the, of the class is for self-knowledge. Like you can know yourself. Um, maybe just movement is the vehicle, but you are, if you, if you have the space, to observe also like how are you relating with what, what you are doing, you are knowing yourself. Like it's important not, not to judge, no? Mm -hmm. Just observe and okay, this is happening to me. And I try all, always to give space to share this because a lot of people like just stay with what they are happening to them inside and they, that they don't share it. And maybe if you share it, just if you, if you, if you tell it and you can, like for me, it's super important to, to say, look, this word you are saying to yourself is just frustrating you. It doesn't help. How can we change the word and use a, a phrase or a word that open us. Like we need to change the mindset. I always talk about the mindset. And this is like, wow, it's okay. It's just more important that the, than the hammer, the hammer I told you before. Like this is like the big, big hammer, the first hammer, no? Like the mindset. Mm -hmm. And from that mindset, you can just, experience whatever you want it, it's going to be okay mm -hmm. it's going to be a nice experience and this mm -hmm. is like for me a really good message message because if you if you are aware of your mindset before doing things and you can go from a good place um you just can maybe pick a guitar without knowing nothing about music and you just are going to play with that. Mm -hmm. And you're going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. uh, without this mindset, okay, I need to know music. I need to, how to place the fingers. And so, so no, I'm not going to, to, to pick this, this game because I, it's so limiting, no? Um, yeah, well, I think that's something that happens in movement, right? Where it's like, people feel like, you know, A, there's maybe not a, a place for them to enter because it seems like it's only for some people who are at like a certain place, right. Who can only already play the guitar. Exactly. Right. Or, you know, and, and yeah, I mean, these are the important things to, to, to communicate to people where it's like, no, no, no like, cause sometimes, you know, um, being exclusive is fine. It's okay if, you, if people teach an exclusive class. But I've said this before, I think that sometimes people say that they're inclusive, not realizing that they're not actually communicating an inclusive message, even though that might be their intention. Yes. You know, because what you're talking about is like, oh, like this is how we like kind of expand it a little further than 
than the moves. Yes, yes. Well, I use that word in the description of, of my proposal. It's, uh, it's inclusive. Mm -hmm. and, and I get a lot of messages like, hey, can I go to your class because I don't have acrobatic experience and I don't, I don't teach acrobatics. Like one thing is, is what I post like maybe in, in my videos, because it's, it's what I do, like mm -hmm. how I express myself and, and mm -hmm. what I like to train. But my pedagogic proposal, it's, uh, I won't give you a choreography where I pretend you to do the same things I do. No, it's... Well, it's, it's the same way, like, you know, like, you could go explore the mountains in a lot of different ways. You don't have to be a rock climber, right? Yeah. You could hike, you could yeah. mountain bike, yeah. you could ski, you could snowshoe, right? I mean, there's so many different, you could, you, you could hang glide over the mountains, you know? So well, maybe people look at you and they're like, you're like a rock climber or a hang glider. And you're like, that's still fine. We're still going to go look at the same mountain. You might just hike it while I rock climb it. Yeah. And, and there we go to the same point of, it's just uh, what, what matters is um, what experience are we going to have? And just give, give space and give the tools to have a good experience, to have a nice experience, to, to connect with, with movement and to connect with our bodies and in, in a nice way, in an empathic way. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it's also, I think it's, uh, it's, it will be a healing place, not a place where you feel pressured or where you feel that you don't serve, like you are not, not um, okay, not, this is not for me. Uh, so that's like, for me, it's super important to mm -hmm. be inclusive in that way. And also I'm, I'm, I'm all the time observing if I'm going to a place that uh, I'm starting to be not so inclusive. Like, okay, this is going, no. <laughs> Again, the principle, the principle. Like also uh, people have this mindset that they have to, like they have to produce things or they have to do things. Um, in a in a specific way and also i think that 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 a good job is deconstruct that previous um like pressure no mm -hmm. so no there's nothing to produce don't worry it, you don't have to be creative you don't have to produce nothing like okay now i have to now i have to make a big dance no 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 <laughs> you can always go to the first layer because sometimes um, when people are doing like the exercise um, for the mind it's like okay I'm focusing I'm, I'm, I'm having I'm like just doing a task so maybe it's, it's easier and then when you go to exploration and it's a bit more open so you, you are going to the side what you're going to do with that tool. Um, like sometimes people get a bit scared or they block 
So also it's super important in that space to uh, like just, it doesn't matter. What matters is that you can pick or you can like um, design your focus. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I always talk about um, like this um, internal dialogue. Like, how is your internal dialogue? Is it um, a perceptive, um, like analytical internal dialogue, or are you just saying words to you, or or are you judging what are what you're doing? So for me, the first thing is that people can recognize this. Uh, and I use a lot the internal dialogue. Like, uh, I, I, I really like the post you did the other day with the what if, mm-hmm. because it was like super related with the, with the last class I give. Uh, and, and it was another way of saying the same thing I said in the class, mm-hmm. just like, in exploration, just take the time to ask questions. Like you need to stop. And if you stop and if you ask, okay, what if <laughs> I put my hand a little bit more to the diagonal? What happens? How, how can I like organize my body? Uh, and I just have a new possibility, a new place. But if I don't give space for that question, I will always like go to the same path because it's the the, the thing I already have. Mm-hmm. So it was really <laughs> yeah, it's very similar. We're connected, but it's also this thing. It's like you know, ultimately, like I always think now more and more that like it's such this like practice of uh, of unearthing our potential for like full body listening, mm-hmm. right? And and these questions and these what ifs open new doors to explore our potential for listening, right? And as you said, it's like, if we do those things that we do over and over, our, our, our kind of listening knob can be turned down. And, I'm, and, and it's like, it's a famous cliche, but like, if you don't use it, you lose it, hmm. right? And we have to keep using that like potential for like listening in, in new and novel ways so that we can keep it stimulated and keep it alive. Yeah. And I think sometimes when people hear me say listening, you know, they jump immediately to like the ears or something. And I mean, mm. I mean, full body listening as in like the being present in the like communicating with, with yourself, another person, the environment, everything that's happening and all it's, and in it's all at once-ness. And like, as, you know, even your proposal of like, what if I just reach my arm a little for, further? It's going to ask for a different kind of listening in that moment. Yeah. Because there's going to be, because listening has, has to do with like an interaction, which has to do with a response. Yes. And yeah, as you said, it's like, there's nothing that we can codify about it though. And there's no system we can create. It's just like a value you have to be, you have to own as like a facilitator and, and yeah. show up with. And then over time, maybe it's something that starts to stick to other people and be like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to just explore that, that thing. Yeah. I think that uh, like the, 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 maybe you, you, you can like create a system, but the system is the way, the way of doing. Mm. Like 
and and the way should be with this like with these principles that are always always um, opening myself and connecting uh, like yes this um, uh, it's a it's a perceptive perceptive being no mm -hmm. all, all, all the time uh, mm -hmm. you can like at the same time you are sensing your 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 parts of the body sensing how you are moving you are also sensing what you are thinking you are also sensing like um, yes what you are saying to yourself um, and and when you give the tool of this internal dialogue uh, it changed so much because like our heads are so <laughs> so complex like i think that body it's, or movement just movement it's a bit more simple mm -hmm. but when you add all the places you can go with your mind and all like uh, the spectrum <laughs> Uh, of things that you can like just um, yes like it's a narrative no mm -hmm. and this narrative is so important when it when it really blends mm -hmm. with perception mm. yeah like, I think that some, I think that sometimes there's like um, there's this almost idea and maybe it's it's yeah, in, in maybe places in movement where you're, you're almost, and, and maybe it's in martial arts and dance as well, but the idea that you're like, you're trying to see the world the way that your teacher sees it, as opposed to seeing the colors and textures through your own lens. Hmm. And, and, and maybe it's also something that happens with teachers where it's like, they, maybe it's ego or something that's kind of come down from the teacher before them. Hmm. that's made them feel like they need their students to see things the way that they see them. Mm. And then that's why you start, we start seeing people all kind of move the same. Yeah. As opposed to like a teacher who again is, is more humble and is like, I'm giving you permission mm. to play with my proposals, mm. but paint with your textures and qualities. Yeah. Yeah. And also I think it's like, it's easier. <laughs> it's easier just to, respond respond like oh okay i have to do this and then i have to copy you and, and and i have to like i think it's it's easier be because it doesn't pretend you to like really acknowledge all the things you already have like you don't have to work so much with mm -hmm. yourself if you if you just want to to take no what like um what what is outside mm -hmm. and this other this, like this other way you are all the time working with your also with your inside so it mm -hmm. requires a lot of energy it's it's hard it's it's, it's more it's more it's more it's more vulnerable yeah yes right you don't get to hide the vulnerability in that in that way as easily mm -hmm. yeah and also, I think that as a teacher, it's it's easier to just uh, 
okay, we are going to do this. And no, that's wrong. Uh, you have to place your hand here. And it's also easier. Mm -hmm. It's less work. Mm -hmm. Because like, we, it's so difficult for us to, to like this being present. No? Mm -hmm. We have to mm -hmm. work all the time to be present. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to be questioning everything mm -hmm. all the time it's it's hard to be in a in a in a state more of um not knowing <laughs> mm -hmm. and accepting that mm -hmm. that like okay i have my my brand no and i sell my brand it's this it's this color it says this and it will work bam 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 i just replicate it no yeah uh, it's like a, it's more like a machine yeah that's what i was gonna say like it's a <laughs> it's a lot easier to sell an answer than it is to sell i don't know Oof. or maybe or what if yeah you know like that's harder to turn into a commodity yeah you know course. so like there are so many people i realize more and more where it's like they've turned, they've created these beautiful, wonderful systems, but it's, they're all systems that have come out of their own what ifs, mm. right? They spent like years and years playing a what if game and now they've created a system around it and they're selling their discoveries of their what ifs. Yes. And, and, but almost forgetting that like part of their magic of like where they're at and the thing that people aspire to was it also maybe going through that part of it as well. Yeah. Yeah, but again, it's like you can't just sell the I don't know, you know, or you can, but you have to be a little bit more like, yeah, I don't know, willing to 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 have a a, a smaller audience in the world that we exist in. Mm. For me, the point there mm. is try to maybe the system is I want you to experience your own what if mm. like how how can i do it mm -hmm. like okay i i always say no um my 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 proposal is is uh it's not uh, infinite it's a specific proposal um and it is it, it's like it's my own experience. So um, I, I can't pretend uh, pretend to like some some uh, some years ago I was a little bit like frustrated because uh, I, I felt that um, uh, like I want to like I I, I can uh, reach the word um, it's uh, ah in Spanish is abarcar uh, when you when you want to like reach like every point of of the things uh -huh. it's like no <laughs> you can't mm -hmm. but maybe again like the principle if you just communicate um, the way of research, like the system is, is how to, to research, 
and know how to copy or that's different mm -hmm. no so the design of the proposal has a, a, a base of i'm just trying to share how to ask mm -hmm. so you can ask your own questions and you can have your self-practice like this is so important for me that people um can um just if they want have a self-practice with what they have mm -hmm. the important thing is to just have a little strategy to ask questions mm -hmm. and you will have a self-practice with what you have right because because ch children never run out of questions of course that i mean they're, they're they're doing the thing that you're describing right and that we've been talking yeah. about like they just never run out they just keep look oh, what's that what happens if i go this way this you know and like in yeah. some ways it's like uh I always say it's 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 not really even like a teaching. It's like an unearthing. We just have to like dust off the thing yes. that is there. Yes. You know, yeah. um, and with kids, it's like we just have to like remind them not to lose it. Exactly. Yes, and also I think that as adults, when 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 I see like I, I don't have kids, but sometimes I I really pay attention uh, to the to the answers that parents give to their kids. And it's, again, like, I, I think that the kids are in, in a state of learning. No, this, this is so open, like neuroplasticity is, wow, so, so alive, no? Mm -hmm. and, and we start to go into school and school is like receiving information and you have, you are going to have a test and you have to like, it's a, a wrong answer or a right answer and like just there is the conditioning and also with parents that like, no no don't do this no uh, like um this is this and that is that and it's oh so binary and and hey you are like just flatting <laughs> flatting the mind of your of your kid it's like uh I sometimes see where, where I train um, when kids go to activities like parkour um, or like this uh, kind of uh, proposal that are so um, with this, um, yes, like little kids being so perceptive. Uh, it's so nice to see. Um, and this, will like and you know that ah this is going to go away <laughs> because of all the like all the path mm -hmm. that that they have to that they have to go like they things things start like start to die a little bit in school no i think like um of course now there are new uh proposals uh but it's like a little, <laughs> mm -hmm. a, a little, a little thing. Like yes, little it's it's not it's not a big overhaul. No, no, not yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but yes, for me, it's a uh, this playful state 
no? Uh, and and for for play, you you need to have rules because otherwise you are you are not like well you, you can propose different games no but also to co- co- communicate you you are having rules mm-hmm. and i think that these these rules are the strategies like mm-hmm. are this this uh, is a field where you can move because if you don't have like anything to to grab or on or to like just to stand you're going to feel overwhelmed and you're not going to do anything oh no i just go and 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 do like uh, structure things it's more it's more easy so somehow the work is to like translate that kind of sensation mm-hmm. when um uh, when you are doing an exercise that your mind is relaxing because you are focusing in a task, like just to have the same sensation in, in more open uh, explorations. You, are, you always have uh, a place to go mm-hmm. where you can, ah, okay, I will focus in this. I have this to focus. So like a sense of, um, uh, Yes, like like a like a, a good a good ground, no, mm-hmm. where, where you can just walk or maybe run or maybe roll or but the ground is there. You're not feeling loose. Uh, you're never feeling going to feel loose. Mm-hmm. Um, right, you're not in like a free fall. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe you can propose yourself to free fall. But you're, you always have like a strategy. Mm-hmm. So for me, mm-hmm. um, this is the, the thing to, to research. Always like, okay, the mindset again, the mindset is a strategy, mm-hmm. uh, an, an, an inner strategy, no? Um, how am I relating with this? What, what are my... my, my my layers. No, I, I always work with um, with with layers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and 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 I work a lot with uh, where where I put my my focus. Mm-hmm. And I know that I can always go to the first layer. It, I I try to work in this uh, di- like dialectic way that we are not, yes, of course, we are putting one layer um, maybe, yes, inside of the other or above the other, but they are blending all the time. And I can, I can go, uh, go forward and I can go back. Always I can go back. And, and all the time, like students say, it's so, like uh, it's a relief when I think, ah, I can go back mm. to the first layer. Mm-hmm. I can go back to the first focus. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel safe there. Okay, nice, good. Like mm-hmm. I, I can always go back to the sensation of my feet. Yeah, this is something I think about with like proposing games and play and stuff is like, A, that the game can always change. 
mm. right? Like that's what real play is where it's like, yeah. here's kind of what's happening, but like it can evolve with like what's unfolding in that moment in time. Yes. But always kind of reminding like, but if it gets to be too far, just fall back to like where we started. Yeah. Yeah. But you really have to remember this. Mm -hmm. It's not so, uh, I don't know. It's, it's crazy. Sometimes I, I think about this, like, why? Like, like why it's so difficult to uh, enable this internal proposal to go back Mm -hmm. I I feel like no like I can't I can't go back because it's it's um, it's less mm -hmm. no this uh, concept of we are um, like evolving like it uh, evolution is uh, going better or more more is better or right. like yes like uh, a vertical it's all, like, like it's always progress it's always upward. yes. Yes, this yeah. pro no, it's a, a, it's a network, it's in all directions. And I always, or I come back to the center or I can always go back to the, to, to the first layer, no? Um, the other thing is like, um, I'm reading this really nice book right now. It's called 4,000 Weeks. Um, I feel like it's one of, like I, I read tons, but I, there are a few books I always like end up recommending to people and it's a book that I would okay. recommend, but it's one of these ones, this idea that like we live for 4,000 weeks approximately. So okay. it's like, if that's kind of our finite time here, how do we, how do we navigate that amount of time? Hmm. How do we do it? Hmm. Um, but talks a little bit about like what you're, what you're proposing here with this, like this idea that like, you know, you can always fall back I forget what I was going to say here, what he was talking about. I got caught up, I got caught up thinking about the book because I was so taken by um, what you were saying. I'll repeat what you said one more time. I, I want to um, remember why, why, why that, I brought up the book. I, I think I always ask why it's so difficult. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So when we think about, um, he talks about this idea that a lot of this way of thinking that we exist in, like this, pro this progressive way of thinking, takes us out of the now. Everything is about the future, yeah. right? And when we're only living here for 4,000 weeks, well, the more time spent in the present, the better, right? And this idea that you're talking about where it's like, it always has to be this like upward trajectory mm -hmm. keeps us thinking about someday in the future where we'll be the thing that we think we're supposed to be. And yeah, mm -hmm. so like providing these layers is beautiful, but it can also get kind of mixed up in like kind of this, you know, progress focused mind where it's like, well, I have to keep going up the layers and that it's somehow a failure. If we yeah. return back down, it's like, no, 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 no. If you have to go back a layer or two, that's just your way of staying here right now, yes. as opposed to like staying in that, like forward thinking, you know, kind of vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I, I, I like the title of the <laughs> of the book you're saying because I think that this brings like a really a really good notion that hey our lives are going to end. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like be aware that at some point this kind of experience that you're that you're having because we don't know really like 
maybe what what another experience are are we going to have but this experience with this body like it's going to end mm -hmm. and like i think that if you remind yourself this <laughs> mm -hmm. it's much um it, it it's going to empower a lot the present Mm -hmm. because it's not this um, like infinite um, infinite na state of, of being no? it's like well um, it's like w when you lose something no? when you lose something you notice the, the attachment you have to with that uh, you, you realize Uh, how much you need that you needed that like it's um it's it's like uh, reacting but from an opposition okay i realize the importance of this when i lose it mm -hmm. and it's hey it's uh, it, it has to be other like in another way like in the contrary way So having this sense of, of, of the limit, I think it's a good way of being present. Mm -hmm. um, Because also like the, you know, there's an infinite number of things we could do, but we have a finite amount of time, right? So right. as he says in the book, something like, you're gonna have to choose at some point, mm. but understanding that sooner than later, might be helpful yes so that you can start choosing yes as opposed to trying to like get it all in or think that you're going to have all the time yeah right yeah. that maybe you narrow it down yeah. and 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 accept that like there are things we aren't going to do in these four thousand weeks mm. right yeah. so the things you are going to do like be with them in in in, in the most kind of rich way you can And also that it doesn't have to be everything because wouldn't it be wonderful if you had your few things that you're able to like be totally with. Yes. As opposed and, to spreading thin in kind of like that progress focused mindset. Yes. And of course, like these, these decisions or, or if you really, if your first choice is the, the quality of the experience you want to have, in these four, uh, 400 days, weeks. Um, mm -hmm. if, the, like, if the first choice is that, <laughs> mm -hmm. like the past is, we'll, we'll have to like to have this um, self-knowledge uh, route, no? Mm -hmm. Because the decisions you make Uh, need to be connected with yourself mm -hmm. and I think that again like the, the system we live we live in is all the time like taking us out of this uh, okay what what do I feel what do I need what do I really want and not like oh I need to do this because etc 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 so um again this um 
the sensation of, hey, this is going to end. What experience do you, do you want to have? Like, <laughs> I sometimes say, like, in, in that moment, when I, I, I will, like, close my eyes <laughs> for the last time, I want to, like, just go back and, and say, hey, nice. <laughs> or I can feel like oh no like like regret no like why did I didn't I go this way or 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 why if I felt this way I I take another path etc etc and so this image for me of really resting in peace mm -hmm. I think it's related with, with what you're saying about um, these decisions, no? And these decisions need to be connected with the knowledge of, of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that that's, that's our mission. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not to do things, like just to know ourselves and through that, that knowledge that needs to be actualized all the time because we are we are changing all the time and, and 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 from that place we can like just try to have good experiences uh, and then we can rest in peace <laughs> mm -hmm. i would take I, I i would i would i would add one more piece to what you just said because i think what you said was so beautiful but i would say not even good experiences i would just say authentic experiences yes Yes. I, I, I like the change. Yeah. Cause I realized that like, for, 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 it's easy to get into that feeling of like, Oh, the only experiences worth having are the ones that are, are the, like the ones that feel great. Yes. And in some ways, life is not like that. No, of yeah. course. Yes. Yeah. And having, yeah. but, but, but like being available to yeah. like, listen and be with like every one of them, the good, the bad and the ugly and the, yes. and, and their authenticity, like, Yes. Yeah, that's when I'm like, I'm with you, where you're like, you can close your yeah. eyes and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I okay. did it. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, and it's really important what you're saying because otherwise, like, you have this this feeling of pressure that you you have to always feel good, no, be good, uh, mm -hmm. and it's not that way. And also, like, I I think that as human beings, pain uh, is the way we discover also ourselves and we discover what we what we don't like or what we yes and 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 it's i think that pain is always a good a, a good answer also like ah okay this is this is hurtful this is not the, sometimes it's easier to say it's it's not this way okay but because Again, the limits, no? The pain is a limit. Mm -hmm. And also like if you, if you want to avoid pain all the time, you, you won't have this, um, this clear uh, image or, of where you don't want to go, where yeah. you don't want to be. It's a lot of, okay where do I go <laughs> yeah it also means that like if you didn't experience like sorrow or grief or pain 
that you weren't really like putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I really uh, like this author, Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. And she talks about that idea of like being in the arena, which is like mm-hmm. to live life is a lot, you know, just to like get in the arena and to be yeah. courageous is to live in the arena. And mm-hmm. just the idea that like, if you live life in the arena, you're going to experience the best things in the world. Mm-hmm. All of the best feelings, all of the best emotions, mm-hmm. all the beautiful experiences, all of them. Mm-hmm. And you are 100% going to experience all the fails, all the falls, all the tears, all the pains. Cause they like, you can't live life in the arena without having both of them. No. Yeah. And I, and, and, and I don't know, as I've listened to you talk, it's like some ways what you're, what you're, what you're saying is that you're saying like, Oh, like, here's my way of proposing like an opportunity to like live in the arena to like get in there and like, and do it. Yeah. Like be, to be courageous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, and, and, and I think it's, well, I think that now we are in a time that um, we are having like this, all, all these different um, therapy approaches, no, that, uh, that really goes to work with, uh, again with, with 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 trauma or um in in a different way and mm-hmm. really using that consciousness of the things that that hurt you or that maybe happened to you or maybe that you you still have to live with mm-hmm. and to be like instead of of going away from that or instead of like just Okay, I have to 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 like um, to close this door. I have to forget this because this is painful, and and I just have to to go to another place. Uh, I think it's the opposite. Um, the more the more aware, the more conscious I am of of what hurts me, I I, I think that the more I can I can embrace it and transform it because other way, otherwise it's going to be a symptom in my body all the time. No, it's like, it's, go, it, it's going to be there anyway. So I think it's better to, to work with it than just to leave it away. And okay, I have a, like a, my, my stomach hurts all the time, but I don't know, I just take a pill and, and I go. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. The, the other day in the I went to buy some some medications and it was amazing that like the amount of people that it's like a shopping like the wow it's okay instead of going to buy like clothes people buy medication all the time and the most medication that that people were asking was a ibuprofen and uh, like uh, anti-acid <laughs> and it was like oh shit this mm-hmm. is this is not good um just like, like this culture of you have to go on you have to go on mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter how you feel you have to go on right, well we've like stigmatized 
rest, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's like no space. And like, you know, that's where like that, I don't know, the room for like reflecting on things can come in. There's like no space for reflection, mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like, I mean, you're in Argentina. I, I don't, I've never been, but America seems to me to be like the poster child for that. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know? When it's like, and I, again, like it's probably, you know, from my experience in movement too, it's the same thing where it's like, there's this idea of like, it's, it's kind of built into like the grind culture mentality. Yeah. You know, like, you know, just work, you know, like yeah, these things. It's like, yeah. And it's just, I don't know, like sit back, lay down. I don't know. Reflect a little bit. I mean, these are the things that I struggle with at the same time, but I'm like, these are, they're the real ones, you know, and, and you know, there's, you know, people always talk about balance, Yeah. you know, but it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's hardly really kind of, um, I don't know, installed properly, you know, there's, there's no room for boredom either, no. you know, because boredom is a scary place to go. So, you know, we have all these kind of distractions from boredom. We have distractions from rest. They're, they're not synonymous with being productive in like a society where like everything is, you know, an upward progression. Yeah. So it's like, there, you know, as I say, it's like, there are a lot of forces at play yeah. that are, that are limiting this. There is a really nice book uh, of a neuroscientific, uh, Andrew Smart. Mm -hmm. um, and I have the title in Spanish, but uh, it's, it's like, um, the, like the art of uh, doing nothing, the, okay. the art and science of doing nothing. And, okay. and, but it's a, a scientific book where mm -hmm. he shares like what happens uh, in the brain now in, 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 in this, uh, like now, now they can put people in, a, in, a, in an uh, uh, MRI mm -hmm. <laughs> and just study the activity of the brain. So it's um, like, I can really demonstrate what happens when you are not doing nothing. Um, so maybe also uh, people will will start to react a little bit better to to that. Uh, and this he give these examples of the first like philosophers, no, that they just they walked around or um, maybe they just contemplation. No, contemplation is so important. Uh, and he really explained what happens to the brain where you are not doing a task. Mm -hmm. Like the neural, the neural network just really, um, he talks about like a, a defect, um, the yeah, yeah, like, uh, like a, a network that, uh, that starts only if you are not doing a task. Mm. You said this so, guy's name is Andrew Smart? Yes, Andrew okay. Smart. It's a really, really nice book um, because he, this, he, he explains what happens in the brain mm -hmm. when you are just, yes, or walking uh, around. I see, I see it, it's called, it's called Autopilot. Uh, the art and science of doing nothing. Yes, that's the book. The art okay. and science of doing nothing. It's a was, really. What, what, was it on Audible or did you read the hard copy? I have the I have the um, 
like the book in um, like the real book but okay. i think you can find it uh, digital also okay 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 i'm excited to read this one this seems yeah, very it's, interesting it's a really it's a really nice book because he also talks about this like um um the culture of like you can you can get get bored like bored is um get bored is something bad no you you have to always do something and this kind of culture just smash the 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 possibility of the, the power of creativity yeah in, in i mean I, I i read this book um i actually think tom recommended it at some point but it's a uh, quest love, you know, quest love from the roots. I He's, know, you know, the, the, the band, the, the hip hop group, the roots. Ah, see. Yes. Yeah. And quest love is the drummer. Yes. He wrote a book called creative quest about creativity. Okay. And one section of the book, he talks about boredom and says, mm-hmm. you know, boredom is like the prelude to daydreaming. Daydreaming is the prelude to creativity. Creativity <laughs> is the prelude to, uh innovation yes you know so like if we're not creating the space for that like how how is the space going to happen for those things that come after it yes um so yeah it's it's in that same same spirit Mm -hmm. yeah for me when i have the sensation that i'm getting bored i get excited (laughs) it's like really i know that when I feel bored, mm, something is coming. <laughs> it's like I, I have this sensation as okay, I'm because I think that uh, it's giving space. Mm-hmm. Like when you when you feel bored, you it's a space for something. I don't know what, but if you just can give yourself. You, if you can permit, mm-hmm. no, allow yourself to to be to being to be bored. I think that our brains have this uh, intuitive thing that again you are giving space to the child inside you. The child get bored all the time, mm-hmm. and when they get bored, they just ah throw it away. They throw away the pen. Ah, I'm going to do another thing. Um, it's more it's like, like it's, a, it's like when we when we get bored we start to see other options. Yes. Right? We don't like when we're not bored we stick to kind of like the the, the standard options for a moment as you said like with the pen. It's like yeah. once you start to get bored with the pen other options might come out of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that there's there's yeah, I, I, creating that space I think of I think I spoke to Winston Reynolds, do you know Winston? Yes. Yes. I had, I spoke to him. I forget if this was just a conversation we had or if it was on the podcast, but he talked about going and studying with Josef Bartz for a little bit in Berlin. Yes. Yes. And I think he said the first day that he got there, Josef took him out to like the garden or something and just said, I want you all to go be bored for <laughs> the next like hour or something. I forget what it was, but it was a uh-huh. long time. Uh-huh. Just go, just go sit in the garden and be bored. Yeah. And he talked about how liberating it was, especially like, you know, in this day and age where like so many people and we're all part of it are like kind of trying to express what we care about or, or put our message out there and, or, or, or build a brand even on Instagram and things like that. And it's like, 
Instagram to me is like the ultimate killer of boredom, right? Because it's like, once you start getting bored, yeah. Once you get, once you get bored, you'd like do this. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think that like that, that permission is something that everybody should be given. Like if, if you feel like it, just go get bored, like just go, go be somewhere with nothing, but in the same way you might be there with everything. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what I, you know, it's, it's one of those things that where it's like, it's not measurable. Like you and I can't sit here and be like, this is what's going to happen. No. And what you're going to get specifically. It's not like learning a move. No. Like here's the move. If we practice it over and over, you'll learn how to do, we can look at it and say exactly what it is. It's just like, you, if you and I go out and be bored, you and I are going to have two totally different experiences, but whatever it is, like it matters in ways that we won't be able to articulate maybe ever. Yeah. But yeah, there are things that are there that, that, yeah, the best I can say is just the, the realization of more options. Yes, exactly. But that depends on our relationship with being bored. Mm-hmm. No, again, we go to the, to the, like to the third, the, the, the first thing we, we talk about, no, it's like how you relate with that. Mm-hmm. Because there is a, this it will be like a, a space mm-hmm. this for questions opportunities or whatever or it's going to be hell torture yeah right right <laughs> and, and part of re- releasing the torture of it is like a being given permission and also like you know larger context is like you know culturally like not stigmatizing it not making it seem like it's not productive and that it, it doesn't matter yes, or something negative. Yeah. I mean, you see people from different parts of history that were not so kind of like, you know, like I've seen photos from like indigenous cultures where there are people just kind of sitting yeah. there, yeah, just sitting, just like, yes, not doing anything. Yes. Just, just, just being, yes. You know, and nobody was telling them like, work harder. Why aren't no. you doing something? Yeah. Hey, like, they do the things when they need to do the things. Yes. Well, oh. Andrew says says that in that state, like your brain explodes in colors. It's like other other uh, like neural networks are activating, and they are related with the creativity, like with creativity, because there is space for questions, and mm. that's how uh, philosophers work. Yeah. Or work like they had different this this strategies. No, so okay, I'm going to take a long walk, and I'm just going to to look around and contemplate, and and suddenly ah, and that ah, it is possible because you were like in a suspension mode, mm-hmm. like in flight mode. No, it's mm-hmm. like I'm going to shut down this like this system but i'm turning on another system yeah like the system yeah. of, of uh, um doing task i have to do this 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 it's like um when you are doing something your brain is working less like something like that really i'm 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 saying it really in a basic way no but yeah but it's it's really nice because you 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 know that now that 
uh, that empty space, mm-hmm. um, it's a really powerful space. Mm-hmm. But also, like going there without pretension. Just, not, like, not, like, like, yeah, going out there, not going there because you're trying to hack. No. Because you're trying to get something. Exactly. Just going there because you can. Exactly. Yeah. Which is, yeah, challenges the norms. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm so with you. And it's so, I, you know, it's, I realize now sometimes, like, because I've done like over a hundred of these podcasts like sometimes yeah i think people are kind of taken by like the direction that they we go because people but they've gotten used to it but the idea that like in some ways we are people who love movement who don't even really talk about movement (laughs) Um, and in this case it's like people who are like you're you're thinking like oh they're known for like moving in different ways and now they're actually talking about not moving at all yeah of course you know but it's um it's not it's not this or that it's this and, you know, it's an and, all the things go together. Yes. As you see, I like the way you described it as a web, you know what I mean? Like mm. the boredom and the rest mm. and then the getting lost and mm. these moves and these concepts and these things all build your unique web, mm. yes. you know, and, yes. and they all matter and are all part of one thing. It's not separations. Mm-hmm. It's not like this goes here and that goes there. It's like, it's all feeding one yeah. one unique you yeah yeah mm-hmm. of course some like to to study something or to to really get get into something you need to be specific or you need to separate no science do that mm-hmm. but then if you lose the integrity or if you if you lose the sense that that functions in a system you are losing the whole movie mm-hmm. Okay, I okay, I, I just going to, to focus in this point for 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 research, but then I need to put it in the in the whole frame, no? Uh, mm-hmm. How does this operate in the whole system? How does this operate also with with my emotions, with my thoughts, with other people, with like um, that that's that that's the movement. <laughs> like yeah. uh, uh, we really need to do um, like the integration, no? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. I'm so happy that we got to do this. Yes, me too. <laughs> I was a little fu- bit afraid of, of my my English, but I think uh, I'm more fluid than other times. <laughs> no, no, no. Somehow, like you, yeah, it would it would never even occur to me that you don't get to speak English that often. Yeah, no, I, this is the thing that I don't practice, uh, Mm. like talking. I I think that um, I need to just to, to have a person to, to chat (laughs) Mm -hmm. because maybe I can listen to you or I can uh, listen a a movie or a postcard in in English without like uh, subtitles. And I understand everything, Mm -hmm. but express yourself. Mm-hmm. In another language, if you don't practice that, it's like another thing. Like I said, I would I would never guess that you don't speak English on a regular basis. Yeah. 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 <laughs> very, very impressive. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. If you ever want, if you ever want to practice, I'm available. Nice. Super nice. And, yeah. and we are going to have nice conversations. Also. Yeah. <laughs> um, what uh, if people want to find you? 
and, and learn more about what you're doing, like what's the best way to do it. And also like anything that you have coming up that you want people to know about. Um, I have it in, in my Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Lucia.talker, I think. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> Instagram is. Uh, yes, And there I have uh, my link tree, a link to a link tree, and, and I post there. Uh, it's, uh, there is a link to, to a web, like to a really uh, simple web uh, with all the like the workshops coming and a little bit about me and the proposal mm -hmm. um and yes there is there is everything okay. and also you have a link to youtube channel to a spotify list to like uh, different different things so i i just uh, ha want to uh share that um yes in the link tree perfect And if people want to contact you, is that the best way? Yeah. Like just message you there. Yeah, just a message. Yes. Mm -hmm. And now next Tuesday, I'm I'm flying to Germany, going to Germany. Uh, I'm going to give a workshop in, in Cologne, a two days workshop, and then I'm going to the B12 uh, in Berlin. So this time it's going to be a, a little a little little tour, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I hope that next year maybe I can can build a, a, a bigger tour and go to different places. Uh, it's hard sometimes from, from Argentina because flights, it's a really long trip and flights are super expensive. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's hard for me to, to, to make this kind of, uh, of movements. Um, mm -hmm. But again, movement bring movement, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Well, hopefully, if it's not sooner than next year, hopefully we'll we'll find a way to cross paths in person. Yes, it will be awesome. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. No, thank you for the invitation, and I'm I'm really happy we 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 got to do this. <laughs> <laughs>